and this is podcast number two for the 12 days of podcasting. It's a challenge by the people that do dog days of podcasting, which I did back in August, and it's the start of this whole mess. So you can either high-five them or scowl at them and look at them very crossly for me doing this in the first place. But seriously, go to the Dog Days of Podcasting website and sign up for the 12 Days of Podcasting feed. There's a lot of really good content creators on there, and their shows are pretty awesome. All right, so what is Jules going to talk about today? That's a good question, random voice in my head. I haven't had any big, deep revelations about gaming or any of the games that I play or my life or anything like that. I wish I did, but nope. I got nothing. Nothing but static here. I got white noise, I've got static, I've got bland, pablum, nothingness. Well, shit, that's not going to work for a podcast. That's boring, and no one really wants to listen to that kind of crap. So today, instead of sharing my own life experience, I'm going to share with you probably one of my most favorite plays slash movies. In advance, I'm not going to go over the movie slash play scene by scene and bit by bit, nor am I going to do one of those super deep analytical things that we used to do in English class back in high school. I mean, it's cool to be able to do that from time to time, but, well, if you're doing something for fun, sometimes you just want to enjoy it and enjoy it for what it is. So what movie slash play am I talking about? Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead by Tom Stoppard. For starters, I'm a Shakespeare nut. Secondly, the movie contains, in my opinion, the trifecta of sexy and awesome, Tim Roth, Richard Dreyfuss, and Gary Oldman. All three of them are great actors, and they really, really look nice in Renaissance garbs. So, you know, double awesome right there. So what exactly is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? I'm sure a lot of you can guess from the title of the play, but simply... It's Shakespeare's Hamlet from the viewpoint of Hamlet's best friends, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, but only their viewpoint. And I'll be honest, the comparison between the play and the movie, well, the the movie seems to drag a little bit more, the pacing's a little wonky, and the play itself kind of has the audience as another character, and the movie can't really pull that thing off. But I'll be honest, I still really enjoy both. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, bit parts in Shakespeare's Hamlet, now become the center focus. The thing is, they have as much depth as Shakespeare gave them, which isn't much. They were Hamlet's best friends, and they've just returned to Denmark. So they're trying to figure things out as they go along. Meanwhile, the viewer, or the audience, is kind of in that position you get when a horror film, specifically in a slasher fic, And we're all like, hey, hey, don't look behind the door. That's where the killer is. Or don't go upstairs. That's where the strangler is. I mean, how cool is that? Tom Stoppard is able to pull that kind of effect off in a Shakespearean tragedy. That takes talent. And the best thing is he doesn't change the lines from Hamlet. When all the characters of Hamlet are doing Hamlet, the lines are Shakespeare's. But he's able to do stuff pre and post scene, and it bends and distorts our initial understanding of what was going on in Hamlet. Certain cast-off phrases are ominous, or a lot more sinister. And the dialogue between Rosencrantz and Guildenstern is just delightful. I'll read you a quick quote. Let me set the scene first. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern have met with the king and queen, and they've pretty much said, hey, Hamlet's gone crazy. Can you figure out what's wrong with him and bring him some comfort? Or at least let us know what's wrong with him. 
since Rosencrantz and Guildenstern really don't have a lot of depth and a lot of information to go on, they start chit-chatting amongst themselves about what they're going to ask them. And to prep for the chat with Hamlet, they decide to do the role play where one of them is Hamlet and the other one is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. So they practice call and response, question and answer. And at the end of it, this is pretty much what is uh, sussed out. To sum up, your father, whom you love, dies. You are his heir. You come back to find that hardly was the corpse cold before his young brother popped into his throne and into the sheets therefore offending both legal and natural practice. Now, why are you behaving in this extraordinary manner? The first time I saw that and the first time I read that, I was cracking up like nobody's business. Look, if you don't like Shakespeare, you're probably not going to enjoy this. But if you like Shakespeare, I highly recommend watching it or reading it or both. I know today wasn't part of the normal Jules Watts fair, but it's not always going to be deep revelations or really deep game dives. I'm sorry if today's podcast really wasn't what you guys expected. If we shadows have offended, think but this, and all is mended. That you have but slumbered here, while these visions did appear. And this weak and idle theme, no more yielding but a dream. Gentles, do not reprehend. If you pardon, we will mend. And, as I am an honest puck, if we have unearned luck, now to scape the serpent's tongue, we will make amends ere long, else the puck a liar call. So good night unto you all. Give me your hands if we be friends, and Robin shall restore amends.